The World Health Organization urges countries to redouble efforts against COVID-19 as the outbreak is now a pandemic. U.S. President Trump bans all travelers from Europe except the U.K. due to the coronavirus. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte to be tested for COVID-19 while top officials go on self-quarantine. And the NBA suspends the ongoing season indefinitely after one of its players tested positive for COVID-19. Good afternoon, I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. The COVID-19 outbreak, now a pandemic, as infections continue to spread across the world, halting businesses, bringing flights to a standstill, closing schools and postponing large gatherings and sporting events. The World Health Organization says countries can still change the course of the pandemic if they redouble efforts to contain the disease. Billy Ramos with the top story. WHO has been assessing this outbreak around the clock and we're deeply concerned both by the alarming levels of spread and severity and by the alarming levels of inaction. We have therefore made the assessment that COVID-19 can be characterized as a pandemic. It's the first time the World Health Organization described the new coronavirus as a pandemic. We have never been before seen a pandemic sparked by a coronavirus. This is the first pandemic caused by a coronavirus. And we have never before seen a pandemic that can be controlled at the same time. The disease, now known as COVID-19, first emerged in the Chinese city of Wuhan late last year. It has spread rapidly across the world, killing thousands, mostly in China. In the days and weeks ahead, we expect to see the number of cases, the number of deaths, and the number of affected countries climb even higher. But the WHO says COVID-19 can be stopped. The head of the United Nations agrees. Today's declaration of a pandemic is a call to action for everyone, everywhere. It is also a call for responsibility and solidarity as nations united and as people united. As we fight the virus, we cannot let fear go viral. Together, we can still change the course of this pandemic, but that means addressing inaction. The best science tells us if countries detect, test, treat, isolate, trace and mobilize their people in the response, we can go a long way to mitigating transmission. For most people, the new coronavirus causes only mild or moderate symptoms, such as fever and cough. For some, especially older adults and people with existing health problems, it can cause more severe illnesses like pneumonia. The vast majority of patients recover from COVID-19. In China, over 80,000 people have been infected, but health officials there say more than 61,000 have already been cured. Billy Ramos, ABS-CBN News.
With the coronavirus outbreak now declared a pandemic, what exactly does that mean? An expert says pandemic has nothing to do with how serious the illness is. It just means the disease is spreading rapidly. Case in point, COVID-19 infections are now reported in at least 114 countries. Another thing that sets a pandemic apart from an epidemic is its global impact. Words matter. It's important that we call it for what it is. An epidemic is when there is an outbreak of a disease in a particular area. When COVID-19 first came to be, it was concentrated in Wuhan and then in Hubei province and then in China. So there was an outbreak in a concentrated area. But then COVID-19 began spreading rapidly all around the world. And now there are over 100 countries in which there is COVID-19, not only from travelers from China and other hotspots, but also that are spreading in the community, person to person, all around the world. At that point, it is a pandemic and not just an epidemic. Calling it a pandemic does not refer to the degree of the severity, but rather it refers to degree of the spread. And at this point, COVID-19 matches that definition. COVID-19 reaches Cuba and the Honduras. Cuba's first confirmed cases are three Italian tourists who arrived in Havana March 9th. Authorities already tracking down those who had been exposed to the Italians. Honduras's patients, meanwhile, are two women who recently traveled to Spain and Switzerland. One of them has been hospitalized and is now in stable condition. The other is in isolation at home. As the WHO rings the alarm on how fast COVID-19 spreads, the U.S. bans all travelers from Europe except the U.K. Speaking from the Oval Office, U.S. President Trump said the new travel restriction will take effect Friday. Started in China and is now Taking early, intense action, we have seen dramatically fewer cases of the virus in the United States than are now present in Europe. The European Union failed to take the same precautions and restrict travel from China and other hotspots. As a result, a large number of new clusters in the United States were seeded by travelers from Europe. After consulting with our top government health professionals, I have decided to take several strong but necessary actions to protect the health and well-being of all Americans, to keep new cases from entering our shores, we will be suspending all travel from Europe to the United States for the next 30 days. Trump also assured Americans the U.S. is prepared to fight and help find a cure for the deadly disease. The Trump administration has allocated some $8 billion to address the COVID-19 outbreak in the U.S. There are over 1,200 confirmed infections in the U.S. and 38 deaths. I met with the leaders of health insurance industry who have agreed to waive all co-payments for coronavirus treatments, extend insurance coverage to these treatments and to prevent surprise medical billing. We are cutting massive amounts of red tape to make antiviral therapies available in record time. These treatments will significantly reduce the impact and reach of the virus. Smart action today will prevent the spread of the virus tomorrow. 
The mayor of Washington, D.C. has declared a state of emergency so far. The U.S. Capitol has confirmed 10 cases of the coronavirus. That prompted several universities in the area to cancel in-person classes. All non-essential gatherings of over 1,000 people this month are recommended to be canceled. The city's St. Patrick's Day parade has also been postponed indefinitely. Meanwhile, a health care system has announced the start of semi-automated, make that semi-automated COVID-19 testing at its lab outside New York City. This increases the number of samples that technicians can process daily from 90 to hundreds. We can do hundreds of tests a day eventually. It still requires each individual patient sample to be loaded on a cartridge, um, but obviously once they're loaded, the tech can go back and start loading other ones so it can go faster. We can also train more techs faster to do that type of testing. And right now the limitation on ramping that up, we hope to get up to a few hundred cases a day over the next several days or week or so. It's only limited by the supply. The American states of New York and Washington have been hit hardest by the COVID-19 pandemic. They're struggling to make testing for the disease widely available. New York has 212 confirmed COVID-19 cases. Here at home, Philippine health officials confirm another patient has died from COVID-19. That patient was a 67-year-old Filipino woman who was among the 60 new cases announced by the health department Wednesday. The woman got COVID-19 through local transmission. Her 72-year-old husband has also been hospitalized due to the disease. She is the first Filipino fatality and the second COVID-19 death here in the country. The first was a 44-year-old Chinese man from Wuhan. The make that the epicenter of the outbreak. Top Philippine officials go on self-quarantine after being exposed to COVID-19 patients. President Duterte himself will get tested for the disease. Here's the full story. On March 5, Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte, along with several cabinet members, attended an inspection of a road project in Caloocan City. Days later, they discovered one of those in attendance had tested positive for the new coronavirus. As a result, Executive Secretary Salvador Medialdea, Finance Secretary Carlos Dominguez, Transportation Secretary Arthur Tugade, and Philippine Central Bank Governor Benjamin Jokno have decided to go on self-quarantine. The say it's just a precautionary measure, insisting they are doing well and showing no signs of flu-like symptoms. Duterte, meanwhile, will get tested for COVID-19, according to his former presidential aide and now Senator Bongo. Duterte has also canceled his planned inspection of Boracay due to the COVID-19 scare. On the same day, the Philippine Senate was conducting a hearing where a resource person was later found to have also contracted the disease. Several senators have joined the list of government officials under voluntary quarantine. The Senate is now on restricted access as it conducts disinfection of the complex. In Davao City, Mayor Sara Duterte had a lunch meeting with Senator Sherwin Gachalian, who was at that March 5 hearing. She has also decided to stay at home in Davao, but her office assures Davaoenos she is not suffering flu-like symptoms. Another mayor, Manila's Esco Moreno, is taking the same precautionary measure. Moreno returned from Britain, where hundreds have been infected. I'm going to stay in City Hall, be contained in the area. And I will do some tests also. If we will continue to govern, we will continue to function normally.
As cases rise in the Philippines and the coronavirus outbreak now a pandemic, Malacanang assures Filipinos government is undertaking all necessary and appropriate measures to contain the virus. But Duterte spokesman Salvador Panelo also appeals to the public to be careful about what they share on social media. He says the health threat should be a time for Filipinos to unite. A fifth patient in Quezon City has tested positive for COVID-19. That's according to Mayor Joy Belmonte, who says the 26-year-old man had no recent travel abroad. A hospital initially diagnosed his disease as dengue. The man's family will also be tested positive for COVID-19, according to the mayor. There is no looming lockdown in any part of Metro Manila. Philippine Interior's Undersecretary Jonathan Malaya made that clear, saying current measures to curb the spread of the virus are enough. Malaya adds the announcement of any lockdown will only come from President Duterte. Declaration of a lockdown in Metro Manila or any place in Metro Manila is fake news because there are no compelling reasons to do so. Mm -hmm. Let me emphasize, we are still at code red alert sub-level one, which means that what is necessary is the class suspensions, mm -hmm. the uh, social distancing measures, mm -hmm. um, uh, alternative work arrangements for both the public and the private sectors, and the Civil Service Commission has already issued guidelines for government, and for more testing centers uh, for our coronavirus sus uh, suspects. The University of the Philippines makers of local COVID-19 test kits assures the public there are enough stocks for the initial rollout next week. UP Executive Vice President Teodoro Erbosa says around 6,000 kits are now ready for use while more are being manufactured. One test kit make that test kit costs around 1,300 pesos or a little over $25 and may be commercially available in the coming weeks. This SARS-CoV detection kit developed by the UP scientists will greatly help in the early detection and effective treatment of COVID-19. The FDA's issuance of the certificate of exemption for the kit will ensure that this locally produced technology will be made available to a greater number of Filipinos at a lower cost. We are going to wait for the validation of the kit, which will take about two or three And after that, it will be... Over in Italy, the Prime Minister has announced new restrictions to fight the spread of COVID-19. In a televised address to the nation, Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte said all shops will be shuttered except supermarkets, food stores and chemists. Salons will also be closed along with bars and restaurants that cannot guarantee they can keep a distance of at least one meter between customers. Conte also ordered companies to close all departments that are not essential to production. Italy is already imposing a nationwide lockdown after it posted the highest daily increase in deaths of any country since the outbreak began in China. Their most severe controls, they're the most severe controls on a Western nation since World War II. State Pension Fund Social Security System, or SSS, is prepared to pay unemployment benefits to workers who could lose their jobs because of the COVID-19 outbreak. The agency will shell out some 1.2 billion pesos under a worst-case scenario where as many as 60,000 of its premium-paying members will be laid off. Members can avail of unemployment benefits for two months. The average unemployment benefit SSS members receive is about 11,000 pesos per month.
The Civil Service Commission, or CSC, meanwhile allows Philippine government agencies to adopt a four-day work week arrangement due to the COVID-19 outbreak. A shifting schedule can also be implemented. The CSC said government offices may adopt either or both of the proposed work arrangements. It added the alternative schedules will be adopted for the duration of the state of public health emergency here in the Philippines. Pwedeng iset sa Monday to Thursday or Tuesday to Friday provided na yung eight working hours ay magiging ten working hours for the individual. Kasi required ho sa gobyerno that you render at least 40 working hours. But for the agency, they shall ensure that its normal work week is maintained, meaning Monday to Friday. We shall not prejudice the, serve, uh, the, the delivery of basic service. Well, the NBA has suspended its ongoing season indefinitely after one of its players tested positive for COVID-19. A report say that player is Utah Jazz All-Star Rudy Gobert. The Utah Center is feeling good and stable and was actually ready to play for the Jazz today, according to sources. But the NBA called off the Jazz OKC Thunder game just before tip-off after Gobert's test result came out. In a statement, the league said it will use the hiatus to determine its next steps. The NBA had been considering playing behind closed doors. The ongoing regular season still has a month's worth of games to go before the playoffs begin. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.